0: Holistic Holistic Wellbeing, interview with Martin Hrestoff. Do you catch yourself running on autopilot most of the time? Many high achievers keep working hard to achieve success, yet find themselves depleted at the end of the day. Would you like to learn some ways to live a more conscious and intentional life so you can enjoy the fruit of your success? Then stay tuned. As a guest, Martin Christoff shares how He started living a fulfilling and meaningful life when he realized that he needed to make some changes to enjoy the fruit of his success. You're watching Happy and Healthy Mind program, episode 99. Martin is an author, inspirational speaker, and subject matter expert in holistic well-being. He helps successful men who are discontent with their lives to gain lasting fulfillment, to remove all suffering from their daily lives and to cultivate a permanent state of total well-being. He shares his message in his podcast, Transformation by Design, and has an upcoming book, Superb, Ultimate Guide to Holistic Well-Being. And I'm your host, Dr. Rosina Lakhani. I help compassionate high achievers achieve more, earn more, and make the impact they're meant to make without burnout and without losing their health or career. I'm an executive coach, a corporate speaker, and an integrative psychiatrist. I believe that a mind is the software that runs the hardware of our brain and body. Therefore, I share practical tips for your mental fitness so you can live your best life with hope, health, and happiness. If you have specific medical questions, please consult your healthcare professional if you find this content helpful please join our mission of eradicating preventable suffering by liking subscribing and sharing so more people can live their best life and perform at their best with hope health and happiness all right so thank you martin for joining us today we really appreciate your time
1: hi rosina Uh, it's always a pleasure to be of uh, service and share my insights with anyone listening who's uh, looking forward to optimizing an aspect of their life and enjoying a higher quality life and well-being
0: thank you yeah hopefully we can help together these people and before we jump into the topic let me just ask you how did this topic become important in your life what kind of problems were you having that you started realizing you need to give attention to this aspect of life
1: that's an awesome question, yeah. Why is it critical? Why we do the things we do? Well, I have a very interesting uh, beginning story, so to speak, All right? So I have a unique childhood that many people find very unusual. I grew up in Eastern Europe, in Bulgaria, in a, very, uh, in a period of communism that fell apart. And we had a new type of uh, early democracy with perfect freedom at early... Childhood. So i was exposed and had the opportunity to do pretty much anything that a grown-up can do in the western world right with no restrictions on access to any vices or or let's put it this way uh pleasures for grown-ups so my upbringing was always i was exposed to all these things and uh eventually had the chance to emigrate to the U.S. when I was right after graduating high school and it was a great adventure that I could take upon and I jumped at it as you do on the deep end with with great excitement I came to the U.S. I've been in the U.S. for 19 years and the first decade of my life I was dedicated to pursuing material success achievement accolades of all shapes and forms and so on as any I would say young men generally speaking is conditioned to do so by society and the general prescription for what good life is and what I discovered after check marking a lot of my goals and so on that none of those things really made me happy and not just happy but fulfilled or gave me a sense of meaning or purpose in my life really none of them even before getting them when i knew that they were right behind the corner i just need to make the last kind of push up in order to to reach the goal i was already asking myself what's next what's next and i became self-aware that i was running this pattern it was always what's next instead of being like well is already enough there why shouldn't i be joyful and you know excited and grateful for what i have i was always like what's next what's next what's next and i discovered that this was a very uh, uh destructive pattern to run because this as for as long as we keep on running outwards chasing after things to make us feel a certain way we're living at effect and not at cost So I started to ask myself, well, if that's not the key for fulfillment and meaning in life and so on and so on, well, what else is there, right? So I started to look at different different philosophies. I've always been very curious and open-minded to various ideas that are quite uh, esoteric or escape the general population's interests because they seem a bit out there, so to speak. So I started to play with different technologies and so on and so on. And the first one that really struck a chord with me was meditation. It was that game changer that really brought a significant benefit in my life that prior to and after, everything was different. It was a total game changer, right? Because prior to that, I had heard about those things and so on and so on. But I was like, again, you know... like like a racing horse, just chasing after my things and keep on at it, keep on at it. So I had my experience with meditation and after I sold the effects, I became a, dedicated practitioner because throughout my life i've been very disciplined with whether it was working out or my diet and so on and so on so i had already good discipline so every time i take upon something i'm very hardworking at it i put the time and effort to really get an expert at those things that i see produce results and meditation was one of those things and once i saw the results and how different my life was i started asking myself well okay i know there are other things out there, right, right. Out there.
0: wonderful and, and- wonderful so yeah it seems like you you had the entry into your journey of uh, optimum wellness and we'll go into those some some of those details in a minute but before we jump further tell me how did your life actually change after you applied all these tools that you discovered
1: well the biggest change first and foremost was i became very self-aware mm-hmm. and present throughout the day. So I started to see and and bring into my conscious awareness the things about me, my life, my thinking, everything within my existence that wasn't serving me that could be optimized in in ways that make a difference. That was the first difference that really my life changed. And then uh, I also was a lot more peaceful, centered, grounded, intuitive, or had plenty of ideas of how to uh, handle the challenges that my career was and my business and so on. And I just had a great sense of well-being. It was something that I no longer had to go and achieve something. I could just basically be and enjoy the state of being versus as most Human beings nowadays, unfortunately, have become human doings and we are being conditioned further and further to be always in this constant motion and activity that never ends, right? From going to bed to waking up, always notifications, this and that vying for our attention. So instead of being because part of what your message and what you help all the audiences with being happy, right? Well, how can you be happy if you don't have time to be? If all you're doing is doing, if you're a human doing and you want to be happy, well, these things are incompatible. It's hard to be happy when all you're doing is doing.
0: (laughs) Right, right, yeah. Yeah, a lot of of times this issue comes up when people just don't have time to enjoy what they have achieved and, and be in the moment. And so you are right on the point where when we are doing then we are not being but how do you how do you bring this marriage of doing because we can't stop doing things but at the same time we also want to enjoy every moment of our life because you know the life is to be able to enjoy you're working hard to enjoy life and people have kind of segregated that okay this is work and then this is enjoyment And because the work has been expanding and expanding and expanding, the time for the joy has been shrinking and shrinking. So we need to find ways of how we can have the whole holistic well-being. So we are staying in each moment and enjoying each moment. No, This is a
1: great question and great topic. And basically with with, with the idea behind our conversation here, well, here all, all it comes down to really is, we cannot avoid our responsibilities. What, yeah. what I was pointing to earlier doesn't mean like you have to stop doing everything that you've been doing. It's yeah. just instead of running on autopilot, doing these things without much of intention or thought and deliberation in everything you do and being focused on what you do and really bringing it to your consciousness and really analyzing whether it's working or not, what results is producing, what emotions is driving you to have and so on and so on. Usually it's too late when you discover that what you've been doing has been detrimental to your health to your relationships and all these things because you can will yourself. If you have a strong will to succeed, you can will yourself. But using your will to succeed is, is what I refer to as ill will. Because the results you're gonna get are not gonna be what you were hoping to get. Because there's pros and cons to everything in a world uh, or a relative universe. Nothing is ideally good. Nothing is ideally bad. It has pros and cons, right? You can be extremely successful and dedicate your life to become a billionaire, but your your health, your relationships are total crap. So it's give or take. So becoming aware of yourself from a moment to moment perspective or to put it in other words i'm going to use a very simple analogy here that most people would understand and why it's so valuable with slowing down to speed up and when i mean slowing down doesn't mean literally in the physical sense but slowing down your mind because your mind the more fuel you you put into it, the faster it's gonna run, the more caught up it's gonna get the depending on your chemistry and the activities you're doing, the more adrenaline and cortisol and so on builds up, the more wired you get, the more caught up into stuff. That's where burnout comes from, and all these undesirable effects that people suffer with, especially if they're on the hamster wheel of success and achieving and pursuing success. So To use the analogy of the fastest riders or drivers in the world there are two world championships moto gp which is for motorcycle grand prix racing these are the fastest men on two wheels in the world and the other one is formula one or these are the fastest men in the world on four wheels well on a To just give a simple description for anyone not familiar with what a Grand Prix weekend looks like, there are limited sessions of time that each team and driver or rider gets to spend on the track to familiarize themselves with the track to adjust or to fine tune their vehicle to perform at its best to qualify on the grid or where they're going to start and then for race. Well, if you analyze the weekend most of the time that those teams and riders spend is actually not on the track spinning laps mindlessly on autopilot they are actually go put out few laps go back to the garage and then analyze the data and look where they can improve so using this analogy it's bringing this conscious awareness or process of being more aware about how you live your day to, from a moment to moment perspective is a critical game changer that changes everything because how i like to put it is you go from living a life in black and white to living life in high definition because now when you're in the present moment you feel everything Right, Because all the things you pursue, you pursue because you expect for them to make you feel a certain way. But if you're not able or allowing yourself to really feel what is to be absorbed and deep into the moment, there's very little you enjoy from a moment or could enjoy. Because there's all this magic and joy happening around us all the time. In our essence, once you realize what, what the self truly is, but that's a much deeper conversation that we cannot really address, Joy is part of what we are. However, the problem is, again, because of this conditioning and running on autopilot and lacking self-awareness and consciousness, we go and chase to find it somewhere out there, out there, where all the time it's within ourselves. but we're always looking at the wrong place. So this is a critical component of optimizing every aspect of your life. And the simplest way to begin with, we don't necessarily have to meditate, however, meditation will take this to a whole, whole new level. Obviously, it's gonna take time and practice, but it's well worth it. I haven't heard, I haven't come across a single person who ever took upon meditation and said meditation is crap. <laughs> you know, they wish they could make more time to meditate because they see the benefits. But the the simplest way to start is, for example, is Throughout the day, to bring your awareness, instead of being stuck between your ears in your head, you always can, energy follows focus. So instead of always being caught up in your churning of thoughts that never stops, bring back your awareness into your body. And the first place to start is with your breathing, because your pattern of breathing can be even highly ineffective or highly effective at making you peaceful or extremely anxious. Just by breathing in the wrong pattern, which most people do, which is shallow breathing in your chest, not knowingly, you're forcing your body and your physiology to produce more stress hormones. So there's many (laughs) degrees of how fundamental and uh, profound these little changes are but bringing this awareness to your breathing just being conscious of your breathing because if we are to unpack most of meditations or techniques that bring the mind to concentration and quietness and peace they all have to do with some technique of breathing because breathing is fundamental we can go without water or food for days but try to uh, not breathe for five minutes, and you're going to see what the effects are, right? So bringing your awareness to your breath, from to your inhales and exhales, and not judging it, but just bringing it. As you do things throughout the day, just focus on your breath, how you inhale, how you exhale, make an effort to slow it down. The slower your breath, the slower and more calm your nervous system will become. The key is that right now, everything you do before you develop the sense of greater self-awareness is on autopilot. Throughout your day, I can guarantee you that 99% of the time you're running on autopilot and on, the only time you are not is when you're doing a task that's unfamiliar but you or you haven't practiced long enough. So you'll have to be focused at it. So this will be the simplest way to start. Another way is like take a walk or if you're standing up, for example, which I always I use a stand up desk. So this is relevant to me. But that also works if you're sitting down, like if you're standing up, feel the pressure of your body weight on the soles of your feet. Just focus on on this feeling. Bring your awareness from your mind to your body because the only way to get out of your mind is to get in your body or to get in body because from there we can start being more aware present and living in the moment the other option would be if you're sitting down well feel the pressure on your butt cheeks <laughs> right just focus on it do not judge do not again do not get caught up in the thinking process evaluating what you're observing just learn to observe this is what self-awareness is about observing right. so
0: sometimes i differentiate this thing i'm sorry you kind of cut you off but this is such an important point i want to emphasize the many times people get confused about thinking versus experiencing okay. so what i heard you say is experience the sense enjoy the feeling rather than thinking about it the more you think about it the less you're you're experiencing it the more you're experiencing the less you're thinking. And so what you're saying is become present in the moment and actually feel the feeling and enjoy that experience, whichever anchor point you choose, whether you're choosing your breath or soles of your feet or your other parts of your body, bring attention to that part of the body and and your mind that is churning over and over again will calm
1: down. Absolutely, absolutely. Because another uh, very helpful benefit from this practice for as long as you learn little by little right baby steps if you've been conditioned all your life to to be caught up in your thoughts and run on autopilot you cannot skip the steps in the process start at the beginning the fundamental place would be with your breath if you recondition yourself to have a habit of proper breeding, There's going to be significant difference in the way you experience your day-to-day life. Or chronic stress, little by little, will start to diminish in your life. A lot of people are creating chronic stress in their life because they're breeding in a pattern that only animals or creatures that are in fight-or-flight response are demonstrating. And... Just like you can do use your physiology to change your psychology, you can do the other way around. You can use your psychology to psych yourself out and create different things in your physiology. So point being, it's making it very simple and practical, right? Be aware of your body. Another problem on a day-to-day basis, like even walking around that I see, is people hold a lot of tension in their body because stress makes the body tense, due to its evolutionary adaptation to to constrict the flow of blood flow to certain areas and so on because when you're trying to survive and not be eaten by a by a cougar or something of the nature you don't need to think much and so on or digest food for that matter and so on Hence why some people suffer with indigestion and all these other issues because, you know, the symptoms are many. But a lot of people also hold a lot of tension in their body, which is not healthy. They're they're hunched over. You yeah. know, their body posture is very poor, which is like if you have the best tailored suit in the world, in the world, which you do, the best tailored suit for you is your body and you wear it with all these creases and stuff like in a bowl, well, obviously, it's not going to feel really nice to, <laughs> to, to wear <laughs> this suit because I like to refer to the body as the spacesuit that we wear to have this
0: uh, human
1: experience.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so kind of summarizing what you have been talking about is that you went from this human go- doing to human being (laughs) and in this process uh, some of the tools that helped you to feel more calm to be able to enjoy your success one of them was your meditation and the second one was you know your moment by moment awareness and i was appreciating how beautifully you were defining all the aspects of being mindful you know being intentional being non-judgmental being present in the moment and enjoying all aspects of it. So that's beautiful. Um, any, any other tips that you would like to share this time?
1: Well, I would say <laughs> there's a lot of tips I can share, but definitely the, you know, I don't want to overwhelm everybody. What I shared first with you focusing and relearning how to breathe is going to be a major difference. And just to change this habit is very hard. So if you succeed in this, you're going to see great results and it's well worth it. And why? You know that I'm or you can confirm that what I'm saying is true. You just look at babies. Babies do not have a shallow breath in their chest. Babies breathe deep in the diaphragm. And there is significant reason to that. Two thirds of the capacity of our lungs, aluvi, which are the tiny little cells that take on the oxygen, which is the main source of energy in the body are down in the diaphragm. They don't The only one third of any is right here in the chest. So by breathing in the chest, all you're doing, you're running low on oxygen in your bloodstream. And you're also producing stress hormones, cortisol and adrenaline, which are the silent killers, as some people call them, because they're there for a specific reason. They are useful for a short amount of time when you want to survive and so on but to live with them and immerse in them on a daily basis is highly detrimental and leads to chronic diseases and so on which i i know nobody is excited about or looking to produce in their life so just learning and bringing plus this will also not only empower you from that perspective where you're gonna diminish or at least start minimizing the amount of stress that you are Yourself creating by not knowing how to use your physiology and using it against you, so to speak, or detrimentally to you. You're also going to start to bring and build up this awareness, right, about being present in the moment. And again, it has nothing to do with evaluating things, because the moment you start to evaluate something, you're back in your mind, right? right because right. the only
0: You're thing- back in your thoughts, your thoughts... Kind of start judging if you're doing it right or wrong if it's helping not helping and so you kind of get trapped into those thinking patterns so so what i hear you is the breath is such fundamental principle and like you know when we started we ta- started talking about six pillars of holistic well-being so breathing is one of the major pillars would you say
1: well breathing is a technique I'll, okay. I will list the pillars, and I I know we don't have enough time to to go and unpack them all. But the yes. first pillar, the first fundamental pillar, is is the spirit or the soul or whatever term you want to use in your language. Let's not get caught up in in the in the terms we use, but it's the true essence that we are now. Mm-hmm. For many who are not meditators and have any spiritual practice, this is, you have to believe in that. Well, I don't ask you to believe in anything. There are specific techniques that you can practice that you can have this direct experience of what you are to such a degree that your life is no longer the same. Because what I call the number one disease killing all humanity is body consciousness or identifying with this perishable, temporary, Suit that we get to wear in the game called life, which creates a life that is driven by anxieties, by fears. Everything we do fundamentally is driven by fear because we know one day this will be finito, right? Out. So I have to get it all done now. It creates all these anxieties, running out of time, fears of old age, and all these things. This is why realizing and having direct experience of the true essence that you are is fundamental. Because once you know that you're not this, you're not your thoughts, and I don't mean no not by reading a book, but actually you have the direct experience and you can repeat it over and over and over and over again in a scientific method, right? You, your, your conditioning, your consciousness starts to be reconditioned. And your life experience changes because what drives your life is no longer fear and anxieties. What drives your life is really like playing this game of life full out, giving you gifts, like being courageous, being generous, being not caring and having faith in everything versus always having doubts and fears and all these other crap that you know we carry around in our minds, right? So this is the fundamental dimension now, the, or the fundamental pillar or, or the foundation upon the rest is built. The next one is intuition or your inner compass that will guide you to what is true for you. Because there is a significant distinction between intuition and rationale or intelligence or cognition or whatever you want to call it or using the mind. The mind is a very powerful tool and I love the... Analogy used earlier as software, the mind being the software, the programs we have installed, and the brain being the hardware. Right? I use this analogy as well because it's a great analogy, especially for our modern world. But (laughs) intuition is that a that spiritual talent or potential, latent potential that everyone has but is never developed. So we always live. It's very rarely presents itself in a sporadic way which most let's say big discoveries in in science were actually driven by intuition they came to the to, to the inventors or the the scientists who discovered it einstein said that tesla said that even apple ceo or ex-founder and ceo steve job credited intuition for their greatest ideas and so on they never said it was their ideas these ideas came to them those ideas come from that place Well, you can use it intentionally and develop it like anything else. Or you can hope that someday, somehow you're going to hear it when the message is there, right? But if nobody's home, again, if you're running on autopilot, you're not self-aware. Well, let me tell you what, there's nobody to take a message for you.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you would lose the opportunity. And we have been able to discuss two pillars. Maybe we need to have another program to discuss the other four pillars. We need to kind of wrap up for today. And so thank you for sharing the gift of uh, the six pillars of holistic well-being that people could read to get more in, more insight into the other four pillars that you want to talk about. And if people want to get that information, you can visit our website at happyandhealthymind.com. And when you click the button resources, you'd be able to download all these gifts including the Six Pillars for Holistic Well-Being. And Martin, if people want to reach you directly, how can they reach you?
1: Well, the best thing to do is to to go to my website, martinchristof.com. And actually I have a, a great offer going on right now since I'm uh, in the process of finishing and releasing my book very soon, publishing my first book, which all has... All of my knowledge distilled in it, the six pillars, the techniques, the strategies and everything you need in order to create this great transformation in your life and enjoy what I call an extraordinary life in each and every possible way. I have uh, You can just visit superb free gift because I have a non-brainer offer right now. Everyone who pre-orders my book gets it in all formats, meaning in, in print On digital as an audio book and I'm going to include you in a free coaching program a group coaching online program when I'm going to personally teach you how to put into practice these techniques and strategies so you can really have a direct experience of those powerful techniques and then there's no longer any denial or a question whether you should do them or not and what the benefits are so I'm it's basically a no-brainer. If you have any brain sales, <laughs> you know what to do. So yeah, pre-order my book. I'll be happy to to, to get to know you and share my uh, go much deeper because there's so much that that needs to be unpacked here. And as you said, we can barely scratch the surface in this conversation that we had the opportunity to have with you, which has been absolutely awesome. And I thank everybody for tuning in and for taking the time to. Improve yourself in a certain way. Hopefully, what I shared with you is something that you're really gonna consider and do something about because knowing about things is very different than practicing them and making them a part of your being. That's where, really, when the rubber hits the road, right, as the saying goes, and you start to see the results. Knowing about it is not gonna change anything. If anything, it's just extra crap for you to remember. Well, thank
0: you so much, Martin. I also learned a lot and Let me leave our audience with the message today. Every day is a new opportunity. New opportunity to make changes in the way you live. Start, pick one small change and start implementing today. So I leave you with this question. What one simple change you are going to make starting today? Until next time, stay safe, happy and healthy. Dr. Rosina, And thank you, Martin, for joining.
1: You're welcome. Thank you.